0: And in this corner, nerds! And I'm gonna talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. The rule 34 questions were last week.
1: That's not a puzzle, it's pushing blocks. I will accept confidently-sounded episode numbers and issue numbers as actual evidence.
2: But
3: I wanna hear about your
2: other shitty character.
1: Of course, invest in a robotic flame of flame. This is the Debate This Podcast.
3: Welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to argue over the important things like comics, video games, and who should play Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's Glenn Howerton, because he is a golden god, and his rage knows no bounds. My name is Todd Thomas, and I'll be your moderator for this week. Today we're talking about a topic that I care very little about, Pokémon specifically the part of every game where most people hunger for the obscure gym trainers that represent weird stereotypes to argue who will be a great addition to the next installment of gym trainers. I have Kyle, the Santa Claus Harper, Matt wild hogs, Cole and Andrew jungle to jungle, Henderson gentlemen, why don't you take it away?
1: All right. So I've been playing Pokemon since it crossed the Pacific and blessed the world with Pokemon red. Um, i have played every release there since usually picking it up on release day um i did not take i did not take a break after gen 3 like my compatriots in fact in high school my friend group all leaned really hard into pokemon diamond and pearl and our senior year was more or less spent playing those games um so I probably have forgotten more about Pokemon than any of you, and I'm <laughs> not going to be shy about it. Um...
2: <laughs> this, is, this is really what Kyle's been preparing for this entire this, podcast.
0: Yeah, we is... forced Kyle to talk about a lot of things he has no
4: idea <laughs> yeah. about.
0: Here
3: he is, swinging for the fences. Well, and what's fun is that I've only ever played Red and Blue, and I played a little bit of Yellow. So I don't know shit about anything so I'm excited to hear all these things that I don't understand
1: Let me look real quick yeah so you're not gonna know any of the Pokemon yeah so my, what I, I need from you children. if you start referencing <laughs>
3: specific places and pokemons then I need to hear descriptions of them what they yeah. look like
1: okay Todd
3: if you don't
0: already have it pulled up I'm gonna go ahead and send you to Bulbapedia yeah, Bulbap- yeah. which Jesus. is like. The, the it's Mario wiki, wiki of the Pokemon world. Is that spelled um,
3: P-A-E-D-I-A?
1: Did we decide that?
2: <laughs> Bulbapadia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that smushed together A-E that, that? Uh, that you only see in fantasy games. Oh, hang on. I
3: got a Staples ad. I'm going to watch this first. <laughs>
1: okay. right, no, Kyle, Kyle,
3: keep please keep talking.
1: Um, so participants of my gym will be greeted outside by a spinning candy striped pole. Um, if they don't leave with a badge, they'll at least leave with a fresh cut, because my gym is also the coolest and best barbershop in the Johto region.
3: Nice. So it's not just full of things that I don't care about. I can get a sweet haircut.
1: You can at least get a sweet
3: cut. All right. Yes. Well, that's at least 50% of the things that happen in that building I care about. So <laughs> let's uh, let's pass the ball over to Matt. Matt, what do you got for us?
0: Uh, So I was the biggest of the Pokemon fans, uh, and then Gen 4 happened, and for one reason or another, I just hopped off the train, like pretty much the rest of the Pokemon fan base. Uh, But that being said, it's common knowledge that things get progressively worse with every sequel. Uh, You can ask that talking raptor from Jurassic Park 3 who says Alan. Um, But I'm still pretty confident uh, in my gym, which consists only of mons from the first three generations. And I'm going to coin the term Mons because I don't think that's used enough in the Pokemon fanbase. Um, I uh, I believe the best gems are the ones that make those hunting for its badge the most uneasy and out of their element. Uh, and unfortunately, Andrew picked his theme before I could pick mine. Yeah. And I think bugs are gross, so I needed something that makes everyone really uncomfortable. I landed on Crazy Cat Ladies, and that's what I'm going to go with.
3: All right, so your aesthetic is cat ladies. Um, you know that's probably hitting part of our demographic. So let's let's go with that. I like it, Andrew. How are you going to round us out today with your Pokemon experience?
2: Yeah, so um, similar to Kyle, I was in, and Kyle and Matt, I was in day one. I had I had red on my little Game Boy Pocket. Um, I was uh, this this says I was down to do butt stuff for the next two gens <laughs> even though. I don't remember that being part of the history. It was a
1: crazy time between <laughs> yeah, those two. It was, a, it was a weird time. It was a weird nine time. Uh, Nine-year-old Henderson was wild.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I went to... I actually finished the Pokedex. I got all 250, 251 uh, on my silver cart, um, which I remember, <laughs> the, like...
3: The phrase, I finished my Pokedex of yeah. 251 in my original silver, silver cart is the nerdiest sentence said in this podcast thus far.
2: I'm pretty sure it's not.
1: I but <laughs> I mean, we... We talked extensively about the Sonic Universe lore, yeah. um, so you can yeah. you can yeah. shut your trap.
2: Um, <laughs> let's see, I did Gen 3 when it came out, I had on my GBA, uh, and then after that, by the time I was like late high school, early college, I just wasn't playing video games, and that was around when Gen 4 came out. Um, I dropped off for a while, but I actually got back in once I got a 3DS uh, about a year before X and Y came out, um, I was pretty pumped about that, so I bought a 3DS to catch up, so I bought... Uh, black two and caught up on Gen five and then had, have been back in since uh, six and seven. So mine are going to be similar to my memories. I know the first two gens and the last two gens very well, and the middle is kind of a mix or middle is kind of a uh, a little bit of a blur. So my gym is going to be yeah yeah exactly kind of like college. So my gym is going to be definitely representative of that. Um, my two favorite types are fire and ghost type. So I kind of developed a theme gym around that and my own persona that incorporates both of that. Um, Basically, in in my elevator speeches, I have crafted or I have concocted a Scooby-Doo villain.
4: Good, (laughs) excellent. I
0: I really just imagine Andrew's gym leader is like an emo kid in the corner flicking a Zippo lighter. Yes, (laughs) exactly.
3: (laughs) To give give an update on the Bulbapedia, if you search haircuts, apparently on Sundays in the Goldenrod Tunnel, younger haircut brother gives Pokemon
1: haircuts. Yep. So And uh, oh. the younger brother's haircuts aren't as good, and your Pokemon's happiness doesn't go up as much as the older brother's. Shut
3: up, you nerd. <laughs> oh <my laughs> before,
0: before Todd takes us to somewhere actual, I'm really curious about like the important thing here. Um, so you guys both started with red, I started with blue. Who was your first starter? Like, how much are we going to fight today?
1: Yeah, I went Charmander. Yeah, I'm also a team Charmander.
4: Yeah.
3: a uh, Bulbasaur, because Blastoise is the ultimate of the of the final like level three evolution.
1: <laughs> Bulbasaur because, because you Bulbasaur, can't runs, challenge. Uh, Bulbasaur it becomes Venusaur, you know, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Oh I meant Squirtle. I meant Squirtle. You Shit. mean Squirtle? You, I was I was so
3: focused on how Bulbasaur is such a bad choice that I just kept sa- I saw red and said Bulbasaur, but it's Squirtle because Blastoise is a turtle with cannons coming out of his back. That's right. Yeah, I, too, was Squirtle yeah, so they, Squad. Damn it. We had shirts. <laughs> so so let's, let's get into the real meat of this. So what well, we're here to talk about. Obviously, the most important aspect of the Pokemon gym is the strange and obscure stereotype of the leader who runs it. Um, you know, when you think back to that, it's always the character that slides into the screen in the battle and he's some weird stereotype. So tell me about your gym leader and what brought them to this dedicated life of training Pokemon.
1: Alright, so, gym leader Kyle, um, just the the gym leader version of myself, I guess, um, began his Pokemon journey on the Alolan Islands, uh, with his trusty Alolan version of Geodude. I don't know Um, what that word means, stop. So, the Alolan region is the the region um, in the Sun and Moon games, and they have um, alternate versions of the original Kanto Pokemon, and in this so in this one, um, Geodude is a rock electric type. Um, it's
0: it's just Geodude with little stubbly peach fuzz hair.
1: Yes.
3: So creative, so like reskinning an enemy in like a side scrolling fighting game. Pretty much. Okay. That's uh-huh. what, that he's, was the gimmick
1: for he's some the moon. he's
2: the blue moblin instead of the red moblin.
1: Good. Oh, well, they're they're better. <laughs> um, so so Pokemon trainer Kyle completed the island challenges, which are that version's uh, po- Pokemon gyms. And uh, grew his humble Geodude into a full-grown Alolan Golem, which I am gonna just send you the picture of Todd in the group. Um, he you had has already did you? I sure <laughs> did. He has this magnificent, like old-world oh, Russian beard and he mustache. Does look awesome! Yeah, that's um, yeah,
3: he's pretty cool.
1: So, as far
0: as the Alolan Pokemon go golem was one of the better ones for certain. Yeah. his, his um, eyebrows
3: are so serious, and he's got like a like a like a Wario mustache. Yes,
1: <laughs> I just
3: love his stubby
1: little arms. He's, mis- <laughs> he's missing. He's missing the the Russian fur hat to be complete uh, the complete image. But um, so stunned by this this fabulous facial for um, gym leader Kyle, then swore his life, making sure anyone who wanted. Too, could have an equally impressi- impressive chin tickler, and went out to learn the trade. Um, working hard, he set up a shop in Goldenrod City, which you may or may not remember as in Johto, um, and opened the most popular barber shop in the Pokémon universe. Um, then he wanted to get back to his first love of Pokémon battling, added some extensions onto his shop, and became a Pokémon gym leader.
2: I don't think Kyle can push his glasses up any harder than they are
4: right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. my,
1: my pocket protector is almost <laughs> going to burst. And uh, my bologna sandwich lunch is getting a little warm in my locker. So. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hit it hard with these like really obscure
0: comic book references, I now I know how that feels now. <laughs> yeah. Like I've always been now,
1: curious this is, what that this sounds is, like. This is how you, how we all feel when you, when you pull up your advanced Sonic lore, Matt. The deep cuts from the Archie comics.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, d- do all three of the iterations of Gollum have facial hair? Is that a thing?
1: So Geodude, Dude, I think has um, like head stubble. Graveler. Head stubble was my
3: ska band in, in high
1: school. <laughs> so. That's
3: a joke we're going to make every week, guys. Um, Graveler's this. got
1: got a really intense monobrow going on with some mutton-chop-looking dealies. And then Graveler is full... Or Golem, I'm sorry, is full uh, mustache, beard, um, ready to survive the winter.
3: It is it is a serious beard. Um, so, so changing changing gears from there, so Matt... Um, Let's hear a bit about what you've got going on, and hopefully it's not quite as tied to a barbershop uh, aesthetic.
0: Uh, So I'm going to tell you the story of gym leader Martha, because I am most certainly not part of this gym. I am only here to promote the chaos. Um, Gym leader Martha is the most horrifically stereotypical crazy cat lady you've ever seen like you know what this gym smells like by the strangely (laughs) overgrown but intentional looking landscaping and the overwhelming presence of light pink floral plush pillows in the bay
3: windows (laughs) they're necessary all of them um
0: martha smells pretty much like that too uh she never really became a pokemon trainer when her husband died she used all of his money to buy the large abandoned gym in her town she planned on turning it into a cat sanctuary with her absole by her side. She started collecting all of her feline friends. Unfortunately, league rules state that occupied gyms must offer badges to those who choose to challenge the owner of the gym. So she battles anyone who comes through the door as long as they take off their shoes and wipe their feet on the carpet.
3: Are are her badges Werther's original candies?
0: Um, I was between the hard uh, cream saver swirlies and just a an empty pack of Marlboro cigarettes. I haven't decided which one it is. <laughs> or they're,
3: they're root beer barrels. They're things Ooh. like that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the hard caramel squares. Oh god.
3: Sounds like Martha's a real a real trip. Sounds like she's got a lot going for her and her husband's legacy.
1: So I'm gonna I would agree a little bit. Is that Soul a cat?
3: Oh, we gonna...
0: oh, we get weird. We get real weird. I only had three gens to work with, and the cat <laughs> family doesn't come in until the fourth gen. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when I was a kid, I thought Absol was a cat because I thought it was the coolest looking Pokemon. Um, oh, since Slash. it's a
1: dope looking Pokemon. But
0: yeah, I'll, like, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll if, allow
0: it. If you if you look at Mega Absol, it's really just like a, a much sassier looking Absol. And
2: it doesn't with, it get feathers or something? Yeah, yeah. There's like an emo Shit. hair comb I, over. I like it's, the idea that it's not necessarily their cats. It's that cat lady martha thinks
0: they are <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole concept that's yeah. what i'm going for because i've read Great. enough news stories about some lady who's really confused why the cat that she has keeps getting into the trash and then it turns out it's not a cat it's a raccoon, it's which a she's raccoon. thought it's a cat uh, um, so that was gross. i'm i'm leaning into this cat lady uh, thing really hard Martha's, like, she doesn't see very well. She doesn't breathe very well. She moves <laughs> around a little bit. like
3: I, uh, She now uses humans that move? like, don't do damage Matt, like,
1: Matt too has, much. Matt like, has
3: a dementia-themed um, Pokemon gym, so that's that's healthy. <laughs> that's good. Is,
2: no, I'm just sad.
3: <laughs> All right, Andrew, uh, we heard from these two guys. What <laughs> okay. do you have as far as what you're bringing?
2: Yeah, so gym leader Andrew, uh, always, as a kid, always had an interest in the occult. Uh, when he was uh, when he was young, he didn't really get along with the other, the other kids. He was a bit of a loner. Uh, he would, at night, ride his ponytail out to the local cemetery and uh, would read himself ghost stories.
3: Much like uh, Martha.
2: Mar- <laughs> much like Martha. <laughs> um, his, uh, his hometown was uh, a host to a world-famous carnival uh, where people would come from all over the Kalos region. Uh, Kalos is the world from Gen 6, X and Y.
3: Appreciate that. Thank you.
2: You got it. Um, as uh, Unfortunately, as uh, G.L. Andrew uh, grew into an adult, the carnival, uh, carnival fell in hard times and uh, was eventually closed and abandoned. Um, as a result, industry left and uh, tourism effectively halted and uh, essentially drying out the economy. Um, as a result, gym leader Andrew vowed to do something about his once thriving home.
3: So, so uh, he so he opened up a horror fanfic uh, themed gym. So he's yep.
2: <laughs> exactly. So he turned straight up Scooby Doo <laughs> villain, and uh, he created a persona. So uh, he decided he would uh, he would start taking his now adult Rapidash out late at night and uh, masquerade as the headless horseman. Uh, God so damn! Right- <laughs> how
1: how loudly how loudly does he play um, Johnny Cash's Ghost Riders in the Sky during the battle? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only sometimes. Uh, so imagine seeing uh, a man in a heavy trench coat riding atop a flaming steed um, with a pumpkin with eyes at, atop on top of the trench coat, um, which is his which is his lovable pumpkaboo, which is a, a haunted pumpkin Pokemon also from Gen Six. I
1: I saw that movie and I liked it better when it was starring Nick Cage. <laughs>
2: but did you? We already did which that. Is... We already did Nick Cage.
1: Okay. So. No,
3: so, so I've, got, I've um, got kind of an idea of what you're what you're bringing to the table. So let's let's set the scene. Matt kind of already set the smell, but I want to get some visuals <laughs> in here as well. So, um, you know, what does your gym look like? Aesthetics matter. So give me the physical characteristics and, and like the obstacles that litter the battlefield, and give your Pokemon advantages in the fights that ensue.
1: Um, so I already I already mentioned my barbershop candy striped pole out front um it is you walk in and it is a a legit operation it is a full barbershop um very well trained um creative knowledgeable um hairdressers and stylists on the main floor that part is as legit as the gym um you go to the back walk through the the hairdressing floor go to the back and you are met with the gym um you, you face three trainers, um, who will give your Pokemon a wash, cut, and dry. <laughs> uh, a water-themed trainer, a blade-themed trainer, and a fire-themed trainer. Which um, one, so- real
3: quick? Which one of those is Ice Cube, and which one is Cedric the Entertainer, and which one is a third person from the barbershop movie that I can't think of? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do us both a favor, Todd. And act like. You, I didn't hear that question. and Just keep keep going. Um, so once you beat these three trainers, uh, the floor kind of will open up. You have to slide down a gigantic red spiral slide um, to a basement battle battle floor where you will face me. Um, Kyle, but-
2: Kyle just Kyle just recreated uh, Chili, Silen, and Cress from uh, Gen Five, who are they were chefs. Who are who are fire, grass, and water trainers that you all face at one time?
3: I googled that earlier, and I know that they are a
1: thing. Um, my my three pre pre gym leader trainers will not be using uh, the the pan poor pan sage or uh, what's pan, the fire one pan fire <laughs> or pan. the fire one. They will yeah. be using their own. Um, much better, <laughs> unique Pokemon. How do you
3: incorporate the blue disinfecting water that you're not supposed to drink, but it looks so delicious?
1: That, that's, the, that's the water on the gigantic red slide good. that you go down. It's, you, you slide down a water slide um, filled with Barbasol. Oh, God. So, so my, my
3: personal grooming feels pretty good after that. Matt, what do you have to make me feel okay. way more dirty now?
0: Oh oh! dirty <laughs> is a way that you're gonna feel um, <laughs> Dirty with four arms <laughs> yeah. Let me Let uh, me paint a picture here for you boys um, Did y'all have that Aunt that you were forced to visit Like once a year And you didn't really like her but it wasn't Her necessarily that you had a problem with It was just kind of the way her house smelled Like it was this God. Strange combination of cat Urine, mothballs And Marlboros um, and there wasn't really anywhere to sit. Like there were there were way too many couches, but most of them were really scratched and kind of moist and occupied <coughs> by cats whose names you certainly didn't remember, but Aunt Smells Real Bad knew the names of the cats so, better than the names of the cousins.
1: So your gym leader is just Aunt Gail from Bob's burgers. Yeah, yeah like, what you're telling me.
4: Everything
0: is a pastel floral pattern, there are lace doilies on all the tables. There are ashtrays stacked on magazines, and it might be magazines stacked on ashtrays, but you can't really tell. <laughs>
1: ashtrays? Um, a- ashtrays. <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> um, a whole other nightmare. And there was that, like, really gross avocado green kind of yellow colored shag carpet and porcelain figures <laughs> everywhere.
2: Um, Does she collect clowns?
0: <laughs> I, I was thinking of, like, the little the little family ones. Um, and it was—it's like a brother and a sister who do sweet, pure things, and they have little figurines. Oh. Of them. oh, the I precious memories, exactly. yes, precious yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, just think of that house, but with some
1: Pokemon battle lines taped on the carpet.
0: Like that's—that's—it's the whole gym.
1: Um, like like when you're. Like when your church would change its auditorium to a, a gym by taping down like masking tape gym <laughs> yeah <basketball laughs> this, is, wise, this is now it's, it's this the, is now the foul line exactly this is about
3: where the foul line is yes yeah what's...
0: that's that's exactly the aesthetic i'm going for um <laughs> what's her sprite look
2: like matt
0: what's her sprite look like you've seen <laughs> yeah. beauty and the beast right um you know yeah. the the feather duster from beauty and the beast imagine yeah. a sprite of that but like green and yellow um, <laughs> like oh. just kind of weirdly bulbous on the bottom and something that's clearly addressed but you can't really tell the figure of the the shape
3: I, I want to get back to the to the mental image of this like older woman being startled because someone actually came to her door to battle her and like laying down <laughs> the lines of tape like, just a second we're <laughs> going to do with this in a minute <laughs> this,
0: like and that's really what I'm like some of the lines stay down because once they're on the carpet it's really hard to get them back off but other lines are just kind of like folded up and like you have to brush newspaper away and like she makes you take your shoes off but there's there's definitely <laughs> cat litter in the carpet and so this when you're walking around punishment to you and like, not a thing to help the
3: house yeah
0: you can just kind of feel the crunch between your toes and it, it, <laughs> it like it gets in the space between your toes and you wish that it didn't but it's there and there's just not really like you dig your toes in there to make it stop but it just makes it worse I,
1: how strong is the ammonia smell? This oh, is a Heart of Darkness level. What was that, Kyle? How strong is the ammonia smell in the house? Oh, it's so strong.
0: It's that, like, she... You know, like, there's... <clears throat> Are my eyes watering? There's a glass panel door and a wooden door, and she opens the wooden door, and before the glass panel door opens, <laughs> you immediately smell it. Just immediately. <laughs> and then you spend the whole time, like, trying your best not to take a deep breath... Cause you gotta breathe, but you just don't want to.
3: <laughs> I um, I can. I can taste it. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I taste it.
0: This is as close to ASMR as I've ever gotten.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt now invites you to uh, subscribe to his ASMR podcast, <laughs> uh, "Tales from the Greenhouse on the End of the Street."
3: <laughs> it's really just him taking a handful of kitty litter and pushing it up against the microphone back and forth. It's quite soothing. <laughs>
1: You'll get
2: them chills. Thank you
3: for coming to debate this theater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, I've, so I'm have so i sliding down the Barbasol slide, and I literally feel like I have kitty litter in my toes right now as I move them. Um, Andrew, what what weird level of uncomfort are you going to give me?
2: I got a lot. So uh, so the <laughs> abandoned carnival, uh, we'll, I'll set the scene. There's gonna be a series of traps that the challenger has to overcome in order to reach uh, me, the gym leader, who is situated in the main tent. Obviously, there's a lot of showmanship here, a lot of uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Um, the first of which is going to be a Hall of Mirrors. Um, and, and really, when I was thinking of like how to incorporate Pokemon, I tried to think of there are some pretty horrifying Poco- Pokedex entries. And I'm sure you guys have some of you may have seen the the, the stories of the articles. Um, I'm going to read some of my favorites that are incorporated. So my first is a Hall of Mirrors uh illuminated by Lampents, who are uh, sentient lamps essentially from gen five. Um, but the one of their their Pokedex entry is uh, it the spirits it absorbs fuel its baleful fire. It hangs around hospitals waiting for people to pass on. Jesus <laughs> So the ghost hall of Pokemon mirrors,
1: are dark. Yeah.
2: Yeah no it's crazy. So imagine walking in this hall of mirrors. You don't know which way is in, which way is out. All of a sudden, these sentient lights start lighting up one at a time, just waiting for you to drop dead.
3: I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> I would. Can we go back to imagining the ammonia sadness?
2: <laughs> so the second. So the second trap. Uh, then you make it to a uh, roller coaster. Um, as you as you approach the roller coaster, you see just an empty car with a big stuffed like teddy bear, like something that you would see like as a carnival prize. So the trainer gets in. And uh, all of a sudden, the lights turn on, and there's a little face that pops up in the roller coaster car. And it's uh, a Rotom, Uh Rotom who is a little electric ghost Pokemon who can possess other machine, uh, machinery. So there's like a toaster Rotom and a refrigerator Rotom and a lawnmower Rotom. Um, so the Rotom uh, possesses the roller coaster and starts going. Uh, as you start going up the uh, up the track, you notice that the teddy bear next to you is not just a teddy bear, but it is a beware, which is <laughs> which is from Gen 7, which is a giant Pokemon teddy bear. Um,
3: but this teddy bear is not Isn't a teddy there bear. already a giant Pokemon bear from the first? Yeah, that would be that uh, would be teddy, teddy Ursula. Said. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Okay, nerds, calm <laughs> yourselves.
2: Um but <laughs>
0: for what talk about, no, uh, for what it's worth, Beware looks more like what I think a furry's idea of Teddy Ursula might look like. Like yeah. it looks like somebody in a costume wearing bunny ears. Beware he, looks kind of like de-
1: something out of Five Nights at Freddy's, but also yeah, his, a de- his design is marginally unfinished. Mm, like it's just mm. kind of like a brown blob. Yeah, yeah it's kind of uh, like they stopped at everything below the nose. Yeah,
2: <laughs> my my favorite my favorite description is this Pokemon has the habit of hugging its companions. Many trainers have left this world after their spines were squashed by its hug. Jesus.
0: (laughs) Just like the voice, hug me, comes into brain. Yeah.
2: So so while you ride the nightmare-possessed roller coaster, a a sentient teddy bear will hug you to death. Um, Oh, God. So uh, once the roller coaster ride comes to an end, you leave. uh, You walk closer toward the center of the carnival. Uh, and you play some carnival games. You know, yeah, that you, you fun. throw you throw the rings, you throw the darts, and, and you win a prize. You get a selection of a prize. Uh, Todd, you get to pick between a dusty balloon or an old grimy doll. What would you pick?
3: Ooh, um, well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad.
1: Surprise! The balloon's also.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the balloon is actually a driftloon. Oh, that's great though. Now, if you look up driftloon on on, it looks like doing it. Yeah, it looks like a purple balloon with a little whipped cream hat.
3: Oh yeah, that's Um, pretty. I like it.
2: Yeah, it looks it looks super nice and and fun. I'm sure there's nothing
3: nefarious about this.
2: Absolutely nothing horrifying. Um, uh, the only thing that I will say is stories do go that it grabs the hands of small children and drags them away to the afterlife. Fuck. <laughs> postscript, postscript, it dislikes heavy children. <laughs> <laughs> there it
3: is. We haven't, we haven't really alienated a minority population yet. So here we, we are. are.
2: So, uh, so you've, you fought off your, your Drifloon captor and, uh, you finally made it to, um, the main event tent which we'll, we'll cover in just a second um, you see through the whole time you see you notice a shadowy figure uh, overhead every once in a while and, and you hear uh, the hoot of an owl um, as you walk into the tent uh, and then we'll we'll say TBD to the next question
3: Good um, <laughs> that went <clears throat> to some dark places um, I uh, okay so so you you all kind of started and especially with Andrew there at the end started to talk about some of the Pokemon that that you're obviously bringing to the table. Um, So Andrew talked a lot about traps. You talked about some of your sidekicks and some of the other answers. I want to know what your lineup looks like. Um, So, you know, why, who did you choose? Who did your gym leader choose? And also why is it going to be better than the other teams that could come at you? So specifically the other two in the party here. Um, And I appreciate what you've been doing but I'm going to remind you, if you're giving me B-list deep cut Pokemon, just continue to reference what they look like and give me time to Google them. Do you, do you
2: identify deep cuts in anything that isn't the original 151?
3: Yes. Yes, yes I'm just going to go with cuts. that, so, and uh, we so, so we need basically to the describe
1: whole all our Pokemon. So, so yeah. if,
3: basically basically if you were to play the game of Who's That Pokemon after like 1996, <laughs> I cannot win. I will. I will not win. So, so, yeah, um, what does your team look like, and, you know, why would they be better than, than the other people's team? So we're going to start with you, Kyle.
1: Um, so my team um, has the, in, on top of having fantastic facial hair, um, also has the benefit of being roughly rock-based. Um, so it, I, I will be a rock-type gym leader um, with my trusty Alohan Golem, who has been with me from the beginning. Um, the, well, the one normal type on my team will be a Stoutland, which I'm going to send you the picture, Todd. Um, I'm already like in Bulbapedia. A, I'm, I'm ready for you. I'm, I'm okay. looking at Stoutland and that is like a dog. It is a, it is a, a dog with a magnificent trailing mustache that just like <laughs> blonde flowing behind it. Mustache. Yeah, it's, it's majestic. It's very majestic. Um, uh, then after Stoutland it will have Probopass, um, which has a gigantic red nose and a nice bushy Mario type Mario esque mustache.
3: It is a lot of that this Pokemon it's, is it's 25%. like sixty yeah. percent mustache. Yeah. I, was say I think
0: that it's such I a think weird that Probopass was in Super Mario Odyssey. As I'm looking at the picture, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had sunglasses. Oh, you mean the little sunglasses oh, yeah. guy?
3: Yeah. 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 Um yeah. For wait. Whatever wait. Reason. I'm reading. I'm. I'm reading about the biology of probopass. Um, it, it. It has three small objects on its side and back called mini noses, yes. and it's able to control these mini noses yes. to catch prey and attack opponents from all three directions.
1: Okay. Yes. Good. Terrifying stuff. Um, and then, um, so then. With we have Golem, Stoutland, Probopass. Um we'll move on to Metagross, a gigantic steel monster with a huge X on its face that Familiar with that one. Yeah. Looks looks roughly mustachioed. <laughs> um
3: if your mustache and your eyebrows could connect at your nose somehow. Um,
1: granted that is what you have. Granted he's mostly there to, to add a little power to the team, but I, I feel he fits. He's got He's got some face ornamentation. I feel like that's um, a bit of a
2: stretch for facial hair, but fine. No, we'll, we'll
1: yeah. You know, on a, it's fine. You really, no. i
2: got to give you
0: credit because you put together a team of really impressive facial hair, but Metagross leaves a lot to be
2: desired. Mm-hmm. I think you just wanted a really strong Pokemon yeah.
1: in there. <laughs> I, I won't lie. <laughs> <Got a gross laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kyle, However, Kyle's definitely playing the meta. <laughs> We're going to bring it home because I get to round my team out with two... Dinosaur Pokemon that have facial facial hair, which is just the best thing in the world. Um, so we have Tyrantum, which is a T Rex with a nice uh, old man beard, and Mega Aerodactyl, which is the Mega version of Aerodactyl, and he gains a uh, a nice pointy yeah. goatee. Todd,
0: so, for you, that's um, Santa Claus T Rex and the lead singer of System of a Down. That's who those two people
3: are.
4: <laughs> no, that is that is fair.
3: I see this here. Um yeah, no that's it,
4: the late singer system.
3: <laughs> He's got that good, good pointy Jafar beard.
1: Um and and those six, which Metagross I could be talked into changing if you guys really don't think that X on his face counts as facial hair, but those six are gonna they're gonna show you the, the power uh, a good beard will will give to your team. Over and over again.
3: I want to. I want to say something, and I, I would love for people to tell Kyle like why those choices are wrong. But I am currently flipping back and forth between um, uh, Aerodactyl and Mega Aerodactyl. That is some <laughs> lazy copy editing. That is what that is. They they literally just added pointy rocks on a couple different spots.
2: So here's the thing about Mega Evolutions. Like some of them are really cool. Like uh, Charizard X. And some of them are really lame like Charizard
3: Y. I didn't know that ha- so Y okay, sorry. We're gonna we're gonna change here
1: for a second. I mean so I why, might have it
2: backwards. But
1: Kyle Charizard X is the dragon type that turns yeah, okay, black yeah. and is yeah. awesome looking. And Charizard yeah. Y is That's, the one that looks like, like he just gets bigger wings. He just gets bigger wings, but is <laughs> yeah. actually the better of them.
3: And like but no Charizard is. Y has wings on his hands. Wouldn't that just like not be good? Right. He's all winged out, Todd. Don't ask questions. <laughs> all wings, Pokemon. Right. I just, I, I, I don't. I wasn't part of this world, and so I don't understand it. But it sounds like no one really understands it, and we've all just accepted it.
2: Yep. We That's basically understood. the tagline for Pokemon.
0: No one understands it. We all just yeah. accept it. <laughs> After the ice cream cone, cone in the trash bag, we all just had to agree to not ask questions anymore.
1: There is a seal called a seal in Gen 1. I don't want to hear anything complaining about the ice cream cone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey,
2: Gen 5 also has a humanoid holding steel beams and they call him Gerder. No. Yeah, they do. Gen 5 was a weird one to be fair. How do you How do you spell
0: Gerder? G I R D I G I R D E R. And wow, you're right. It is literally just a person holding a steel beam. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I learned something today. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to throw shade at vanilla, you should. Uh, what is should this? look at the full breadth
1: Now, granted, that is not any less lazy a design than like machoke. So yeah, no, no. I mean that, no, well, that was the thing with Pokemon, dumb. right? Was like
0: the the first generation was not even at all more creative <laughs> just yeah. that they it's just we were nine were, right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. It was
4: just different we time. had
0: more creativity on the inside to accept their lack of creativity on the outside yes
4: wait
3: wait girder evolves from timber yes yep. this and is bullshit Into
1: to
2: conkleder conkleder <laughs> Conkledur.
3: <laughs> <It, laughs> girder looks like a really buff mewtwo with a steel beam over its head
2: yeah it's like Kid Boo from Dragon Ball Z. That's
1: so after after we after we do our um, bonus content of Todd streaming uh, Mario RPG, we need to have Todd stream the most recent edition of Pokemon and Holy have him shit, react awesome. to all the new Pokemon. This is so bullshit. I, these are these are not even real.
2: That's gonna be like a whole new world for Todd. Okay,
3: no, can so, okay, so so Kyle has a facial hair based. Pokemon team and I actually the one was a T-Rex with a beard and it had that weird like vulture cowl which I really was into um Matt what is uh your old lady Martha is that what you called her (laughs) yeah Um, Martha what is what is Martha bringing to to the abandoned warehouse of sadness well
0: in case it wasn't you know telescoped or telescoped is the wrong word telegraphed uh well enough it's cats it's most (laughs) definitely cats (laughs) um so to give you something that you may be familiar with but probably forgot because he's probably one of the most lackluster characters of the first 151 pokemon and is really only important to be the like footrest for the leader of team rocket we're gonna have a persian yeah i got Um, that one yeah so we've got a persian uh it's cat and that ends my thought process as to why <laughs> Martha has a Persian um, <laughs> Speaking of cats that we have, uh, we have a Dell Caddy um, which is like a poodle cat
2: yeah. but is
0: most definitely still a cat. Um, then comes. we get into we get into things that are slightly less cats but I didn't have a lot to work with so we're gonna call them cats. <laughs> The first of which being an Espeon, which I am well aware is an Eevee evolution, an evolution, as those in the Pokemon world may say. Um, But after looking at all of the evolutions is definitely the most cat-like evolution. Um, So we went with an Espeon. Uh, And then the Absol is the main Pokemon. That's that's their Pikachu of this gym. Um, And I really think Absol is a cat. I was reading the Bulbapedia uh, entry and it does say that Absol has a feline face, it's, it's and a, so I'm.
1: It's a nondescript, like four-legged mammal that looks enough like a cat that, that it's fine.
0: Exactly, I, you know, yeah. I, like,
1: <laughs> it,
0: if it, if it looks remotely like a cat, fuck it, it's a cat.
4: <laughs> um... I do,
1: I do want to point out the the restriction. To the first three generations is solely your own, and there are some really great cats in the there generations are like a you shit cut ton yourself of cats. out of.
2: There are so many cats,
1: but
4: I
2: know. I, I as
0: I started looking at other generations, <laughs> I realized how many cats exist outside of the first three generations. Well, I'm, and I thought to myself, well, "Go ahead, Todd." Well, I'm
3: I'm excited to hear how you're rounding out the team with what are likely going to also be completely normal cats, right?
0: Um, actually, this is where we get away from the cats. Um, <laughs>
1: so after those first four, I really ran out of cats. I, I want to hear your justification. I, I think it's the next one you're going to do, but I want to, I, but I'll, I really want to hear your justification for, for this one. For, for jump Loaf? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, have you guys ever seen a mothball? <laughs> 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 Jump Lump is effectively three little mothballs and every crazy cat lady has mothballs I mean, at least every every crazy cat lady that I've ever met has mothballs You're not which just
2: too many so by that logic you <laughs> should put a Trubbish in there because every crazy cat lady also is, has tons of trash in their place
0: yeah but that's outside of the first three generations so that's, <laughs> oh, fair enough. that's outside of my self-imposed <laughs> restrictions <laughs> wait, <That's outside-y. laughs> wait.
3: This, this, I, sorry I'm searching Trubbish now this is Pokemon. He's the trash five, bag. Five sixty eight. That is literally a sad <laughs> trash bag.
4: What yeah, the turns, fuck
3: is going on? Gen,
2: gen, <laughs> like Gen five is not iterative of the rest of. Is, is not a good representation of the rest of the franchise.
3: There's just a writer with like an uh, an artist with a dictionary being screamed at <laughs> to make more Pokemon, and he's just like crying and sketching and like Gen, yeah, they won't yeah. feed him until he gives them
2: more ideas. Gen Gen Five that, is kind of like the Stephen King of Pokemon. It was like, uh now a lamp is
4: haunted. <laughs>
0: I so I specifically remember like I had I had games for the first 3 generations. In fact, I think I had multiple games in all of the first 3 generations and then I missed in 4 I don't think really intentionally. Oh, I just, see, like, that was the
3: cat generation. You missed out there. Yeah, <laughs> well, and
0: I did, because they're literally they're, there's a family of cats in Gen 4. But I, I didn't get a Gen 4 game, and then I remember thinking, oh, well, when Gen 5 comes out, maybe I'll hop in in Gen 5. And then seeing the Gen 5 Pokemon, I was like, you know, maybe I won't. Maybe I'm <laughs> just going to live with my glory days. Um. So then I went uh, back to my first three generations. And so my sixth Pokemon is Zangoose, who is not at all a cat but if but you But more of a mongoose.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Indeed.
0: But like I was talking about earlier with cat ladies with raccoons and skunks that they think are cats if please just look at the like look at the main picture of Zangoose. Like does he not look exactly like an animal? that would be accidentally treated as a, like he has the face of an animal <laughs> that has been being treated like a cat for the last couple months.
3: It and looks he's like con- an animal that walks in and, be, and says like, is drinking your milk and eating your food. And you're like, what are you doing? It's like, fuck you. I'm a cat. Like, yeah. You're like, okay, man, you're, you're a cat. Like,
0: yes, God. So the, the way that I imagine this is that like there was a Zangoose out back of the gym rummaging through trash and Martha saw it and thought it was a stray cat, and so brought it inside and has been forcefully treating it like a cat for the last couple months. And the Zangoose doesn't really love it, but is also enjoying the free food and shelter. So it's just kind of riding this out for a little while. Um, and so <laughs> that's where how he comes to take picture. this. Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly.
2: Uh, Kyle, uh, check my math, but I think you can basically wreck Matt's entire gym with one fighting Pokemon.
1: Oh, he, yeah. Espeon. Espeon will. Dark. Is a psychic type. Oh, psychic,
2: okay.
3: Yeah. I was thinking um, Umbreon. Umbreon is
1: the dark type. Um, so are, are will take cat out type, type Pokemon weak
3: to fighting type Pokemon?
1: Well, no, he has an entire dark team dark. of normal, except one psychic type and then a grass flying type. Drum Bluff oh. is gr- grass flying. A weakness. So.
3: Normal Pokemon have a weakness <laughs> to being fought. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes
3: also yes. listen
0: I'm not here for a long time I'm just here for a good time
3: <laughs> he's not so, playing the
2: seri b meta
3: so before so to, to recap we've got cats cats cat cat kind of cat moth mothball situation and then David Bowie raccoon so <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah. I guess I guess I Andrew like... what do you what do you, what do you okay. have
1: Actual new, actual new bonus yeah. content idea: Just have Todd try to describe <laughs> every Pokemon after Gen One <laughs> in a similar vein to David Bowie raccoon.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, well, let's go back to horrifying uh, Carnival Land. So we have just just left our skirmish with the uh, with the the captive the captive, uh, Drifloon. Um, so you walk toward the main tent and you uh, you see. Uh, and a Marowak, which is just a Marowak but with a bone that's on fire. That's fun. Um <laughs> and he's they like,
4: tried.
2: yeah, and he's like being the he'll be he'll be like my fire breather, and he motions you to come inside. So you go into the main tent, and uh, it's all dark. And uh, all of a sudden, you see one bright light at the top. It's a very uh, a, a very nice, ornate-looking chandelier. And Ooh, then that's
3: nice, and not a Pokemon at all.
2: Not a Pokemon at all. Um, standing, standing directly in the center of the tent is me, the gym leader, gym leader Andrew, atop my flaming steed. (laughs) My, my head is obscured and and covered over top of my Pumpkaboo and I'm armed with a sword and shield. And, uh, there's a, there's a screaming guitar solo in the background as I, (laughs) as I ride my flaming steed around. Um, so the, the Chandelier is actually, uh, my personal favorite Pokemon, Chandelure, um, which is a haunted Chandelier. Uh, and then, uh, I already mentioned Rapidash and Pumpgaboo, um, oh, my sword and shield is Aegis, Aegislash, or Aegislash? Aegislash, Aegis. Aegislash. I think
1: Aegislash.
4: it
2: is, yes. Aegislash. Aegislash, which is a haunted sword and shield, uh, and then I whistle, and, uh, my, my Decidueye emerges from the outside. Decidueye is a, uh, is like an owl Pokemon, so he was the one watching everything, hooting, uh, when you were outside, <laughs> um, so then we start this fucking epic Pokemon battle, Inside the the tent of many horrors I hate it
3: <laughs> <laughs> this this owl is like a, a weird like Zoro owl
1: yeah he's and awesome he he shoots uh, he shoots feathers like arrows he's really I wanna good. I wanna I just want all the listeners to know um, the tent of many horrors is also what Andrew calls his bedroom <laughs> right. it, it too has
3: chandeliers and him on a horse and an owl that watches everything
2: <laughs> yep. Oh, I, I forgot one thing. I I, uh, I swallow the sword as an act of intimidation. Um, I'm sticking with the carnival theme, so I'm going to pretend to be a sword swaller. That's why the hell not. Um,
1: because the, the, the majestic people. flaming horse wasn't enough. Wasn't enough showmanship.
2: <laughs>
1: so, I uh,
3: feel like that's that's an improv um, improvisation that, like, Gym leader Andrew thinks up on the spot. He's like, "Man, I've got all this cool shit." Ooh, one more bolt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm imagining. I'm imagining your character looking kind of like uh, tuxedo mask from uh, the Sailor Moon series. He's, like, v- he's very pale and very gaunt. <laughs> very gaunt, very yeah. but very dapper, and like says uh, things that don't make sense, but for the yes. sake of showmanship, they mm-hmm. work. And yeah, like when call him out, he like runs away.
3: Much like Martha, he too has a very distinctive smell.
1: Yeah. You know what that <laughs> yeah. smell is. Yeah. He's like it's an like, a, it's he's like a, a carny smell, yeah. that yeah. Like, stale Definitely sweat. no yeah. more
0: pleasant, but slightly less homey. <laughs>
2: he's, he's like an ineffective Phantom of the Opera.
3: <laughs> like the Phantom so of the, the Megaplex. The Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> there you go. So, so looking at these things, the question I have then, so team composition-wise how do these teams stack up against each other? We already know that the team cat fancy is not maybe going to be the best one in the air. <laughs> <earth.
1: laughs> I, I'm honestly just going to have to defer to Kyle because this seems like a <laughs> Kyle question. <laughs> I I mean, I think I think Matt and my, or not Matt and my, um, Andrew and my teams probably would put up a fair fight. Uh, Decidueye would be good against most of my team. Um, however, he does have two or three fire types, um, so mm. that does give me a, a pretty decent advantage. But My,
2: my only thing I, I don't have type coverage on is dark.
1: Yeah, I didn't go for type coverage, I, I, but um, it, it, it's a pretty fair fight. Although I have a, ty- a T-Rex with a beard, so how good can your team actually be? Well, you, maybe, maybe not in style points. Actually, no. I got all the style points, motherfucker. When, I when got a flaming asked, horse. When
3: I asked that question, so through this Skype video, I watched, Kyle, your eyes shoot back and forth across your screen, <laughs> and it was like you were crunching numbers.
2: Like, it's all ones and zeros.
3: Via, like, Zach Galifianakis or, like, the movie 21. Like, you're just <laughs> crunching numbers and formulas. <laughs> all right. so So here's the time for the super secret bonus question um so think of it like this for every ash there's a gary for every red there's a blue um and these are the only two examples i have because i didn't play anything past (laughs) yellow and even then i quit when pikachu refused to evolve into a raichu i was so pissed (laughs) (laughs) so my question for you and your your gym leaders are who is your arch nemesis what's their story and why are they beefing up in your turf?
1: Um, so, I, I feel the natural arch nemesis of a gym leader who specializes in facial-haired Pokemon and runs a barbershop be someone who maybe struggles to grow facial hair and is balding and um, is just generally unhappy about it. Um we'll call him Todd oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna have uh some he's got have very smooth Pokemon. I haven't got a I, I, I can't uh, smooth pokemon. I can't round out the team but if you if you think like a Voltorb, magnet, Magneton, it's aton electrode um you're in the right camp um he's he's just are there just, any combover pokemon? Um, um the I'm trying to the look the one that there's, looks like Donald Trump the the mongoose oh, that yeah. looks like Donald oh. Trump
3: um
0: yeah I don't uh, what's it gum called shoes gumshoes or
3: something oh yes yeah. <laughs> his name is gumshoes yeah <laughs> the podcast is over <laughs> we're done
0: yeah Todd <laughs> google just google image search gumshoes skip bulbopedia on this one it's worth it shoes is
1: spelled with two o's um that's important <laughs>
4: Why I forgot
1: about gumshoes? <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't
3: want
1: to do this anymore. <laughs> it Why? really looks like Donald Trump.
2: It
3: does.
1: All right, Kyle. In,
3: in so the keep, most unfortunate way. Keep going about your your Captain Alopecia Universalis. So
4: that's um, so, the disease where so your immune
3: system your is here. so
1: Captain Alopecia is gonna he's he's gonna um like, he's gonna be the very ineffectual nemesis who, like, shows up and, and gives this big monologue about how it's finally time for my defeat and and sends out his Pokemon and, like, gets blasted off again even quicker than Team Rocket. Just every time he tries to interrupt the, the main battle going on and, like, has kind of, like, a snidely whiplash voice and, like, mm, Kyle, it's time for us to do battle again and just gets <laughs> decimated every time
3: uh well that's i'm forever going to have the image of a ferret with a bad comb over burnt into my brain um now
1: imagine him in like a in a oversized three-piece suit
3: can saying, it be a same racist really star whistles i want i want a i want a large now um Roger Stone zoot suit that's what i want <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay matt who is the who is the i guess nemesis to martha
0: oh well martha martha has many nemesises (laughs) nemesis nemesis um hygiene you know social constructs um,
3: uh, well i was gonna say no wait stop real real quick real quick is if there is a pokemon that is a bar of soap or a pokemon that is like a febreze air freshener we're done i'm leaving
2: there is a pokemon that's a set of keys (laughs) It's called Clefki.
3: Please, Matt, continue.
0: So so Martha has many nemeses. Um, You know, they include people like tax collectors and often her (laughs) own family. Um, Anyone who at one point she was married to and is now no longer married to. Um, Also applications to the TV show Hoarders. Um there there are many nemeses <laughs> to Martha. I'm not sure that she has one singular rival other than perhaps herself. I think that she may be her greatest rival. <laughs>
3: she <laughs> she is or say Brian the battle. Yeah. Oh, this is terrible. You're and like depressing. <laughs> um Alright, so let's let's hear it, Andrew. What do you what do you got?
2: So I wouldn't say I have one arch nemesis. Is but it a team probably, of them that ride in a van? I would probably say I have a set of arch nemesis who are most likely plucky young teenagers, <laughs> and who drive a, around in a, a van, in a, arch, <laughs> in a with large a dog, dog. <laughs> and uh, they're coming to challenge me because they <laughs> they want to meddle in my affairs.
3: Every day we stray further from the light of God. <laughs> I. <laughs> I I hate this. Um, right. So I've got stuff to think about, but before I do that, I guess give me a closing statement about what your gym leader in your gym is doing and why I should care about it and why it matters. And what should I do with my life after this podcast
1: is done? Um, so at the very least, you can come to my gym and get the freshest haircut you will ever get in your life. Um, but if you do want to get your ass kicked by my gym leader, I'd be happy to oblige that as well. Um, as far as for what you should do after we're done recording, <laughs> you should probably go out um, and pick up a Nintendo Three DS and play Pokemon Sun or Moon.
3: Well, yeah, I, I agree mean, that.
1: yeah, okay,
3: that's Matt. <laughs> um, so, so
1: I I want to talk about what makes a successful gym. Um, and, <laughs> it's, it's the dried cat pee smell and yeah. the crunchy cat litter underneath your toes. It's
2: definitely a consistent theming. I think I think that
0: what makes a successful gym um is a gym that has a long standing record of successful defenses of badges and many trainers who come in thinking they're prepared only to find that they are far from prepared. And um so when I think of if I were to walk into a gym ready to compete with a fierce gym leader and I was met by the wafting ooze of aunt Martha, I, I think that I would be too intimidated to go on and that might end my Pokemon journey there. And that Todd is why you should care about the cat fancy gym, which I kind of <laughs> like that name. I think i oh, yeah, yeah, kind of, am kind of into it. And, um, you know, as far as what you should do after after this podcast, I do think that if I don't, you have a cat. You have a cat, yeah, don't you? Man. Yeah. You you go you go find that cat. You you hug it a little bit, and you remember I, the smell
3: of Aunt Martha.
1: And then maybe call that weird aunt that you don't talk to <laughs> often enough, yeah. and, and see aunt, how she's doing.
3: Aunt Martha's biggest trap is a wet spot on the carpet that's always wet. You're not are not real sure why,
1: but you're, a, you're you're afraid sure to why. ask why. It could
0: be water. You know, <laughs> but <these> it also <laughs> could be. <laughs> <laughs> just re- remember to leave your shoes at the
3: door. <laughs> she just cleaned that carpet. No,
2: she didn't. Mm-mm. All right, Andrew. Yeah, so I know all all those like crazy traps and shows probably seemed uh, a little unnecessary, but look, Pokemon, Pokemon is told from the perspective of a 10-year-old. No one is actually in danger. This is perfectly safe. The reason why Decidueye is watching from above is he's ready and waiting to... Take care to, to to save capture any kids that go flying off into the sunset um, or whatever. Except for the really fat what, kids. what? Except for the fat kids. Do you, what, you have a what, problem
1: with sending kids off into the sunset at yeah. your gym? Yeah,
2: well,
4: <laughs> you, know, one time,
1: issue? you shouldn't. You, there's
2: signs not to to lift your hands at the top of the roller coaster.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: uh, but but really, what what GLA gym leader Andrew is trying to do here is to jumpstart the economy. And what we've seen in the last six months is just an explosion in tourism. All of, the, all of the crazy freaks, weirdos, and conspiracy theorists have come out of the woodwork from all over the different regions to visit uh, to visit his town and to see the, uh, the notorious headless horseman riding his flaming stallion. And that's really what it's all about. Is we're trying to jumpstart the economy. Jim Leader Andrew is bringing back jobs. <laughs> Small businesses can thrive again local diners bookstores oh
1: so he's he's not trying to scare anyone away so he can buy up all the property in town and no he's 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 not running he's not actually running a scooby-doo villain he's he's the noble side of scooby-doo villains
3: he he actually bought up those properties and as tourism increases he increases his rent prices
2: yeah he actually he's a yeah he owns the he owns the entire
1: town he's an eccentric slumlord good Good. So
3: this did a lot of things. Um, it taught me something about Pokemon. I'm not sure what. Um, so while I take a second to reflect on the damage that has been done to my psyche, um, why don't you all take a second to say nice things about this. This thing that, that, that has <laughs> this been This thing before we all us. did
1: together. <laughs> um, so... Matt, I g got, I gotta give you credit. You definitely uh painted a very um evocative word picture. Um, I can definitely sure. most place myself in your gym. Um, well, thank you. Even if it is disgusting and depressing. Um, <laughs> and Andrew, I've I've gotta give you credit for using Alohan Marowak, which is the single coolest Alohan for Alolan form Pokemon. I agree.
0: Um. Yeah. I. I mean, Kyle. I'm impressed, man. <laughs> facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen, but I'm impressed. Um, Cause really, like, with the exception of Metagross, everybody has just phenomenal facial hair features. <laughs> and even yeah, I'll I'll buy your argument for the Metagross X as as the new hipster trend. I kind of dig it because I can honestly imagine a Pokemon anime where there are people walking around town with the new Metagross with that, look.
1: With the Metagross X.
0: That is not by any means unbelievable in the Pokemon world. <laughs> um, and yeah, Andrew, like, I, I probably would have picked Ghosts if you didn't beat me to it, because all of the haunted episodes and haunted things are always my favorite. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I liked it a lot, you know, the, and like pokemon creepypasta is some of the best creepypasta there is. Yeah, it is uh yeah and all of the like pokemon black and the haunted pokemon games and everything just as is, is good it. and i like it so um, pokemon
2: black's a good one that's yeah, a classic
0: that's a classic creepypasta yeah i don't know what that is but that's okay um so yeah anything that delves into the weird dark corners of pokemon i'm all for it It's it's that's, real good
3: that's weirder than the source material that talks about how cubone's wearing his mother's skull that that it's outside of that yeah realm of i mean weirdness.
2: everything that i said was canon today
3: yeah like, yeah
1: geez. well that's Such like that's horrifying. how the
0: creepypasta of pokemon or like that's what makes the pokemon creepypasta so good is that it's all based on actual canon things that are really mm-hmm. twisted uh and it's great
2: um yeah awesome uh kyle Damn, man. Uh, what a team. I feel like you, when I saw this, I was like, I feel like you just started with, like, your team. Because it was, like, a bunch of Mega Evolutions <laughs> and stuff. There's uh, one Mega wait Evolution. A, oh, there are three in here. There I, are
1: three. I did not. Metagross. Oh, I'm sorry, two. Metagross yeah. is a Mega team. And, and I, didn't, I didn't say Mega Metagross, because you're only allowed to use your Mega Stone right. once per battle. That's right.
2: Um, no, but, but way, rules. To, way to way to pull it out in that, with the consistent theming. Um, I love that. And uh, Tyrantrum is actually one of my, one of my personal favorites. I love Tyrantrum. It's such He's a awesome. badass
1: Pokemon. He really
2: is. Um, Matt, your gym is an affront to all five senses. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I, I
2: can smell, taste, see, hear, and touch your fucking gross gym. And uh, <laughs> God, you get you definitely get points for for description. Holy cow. Um, well done, both of you. Thanks.
3: So unfortunately, one of you did was more weller done than the other two, <laughs> and so I plan to tell you why. Um, first off, I'll just start by saying, as this got started, I'm like, nah, there'll be one clear winner. There wasn't. And especially when I saw facial hair themed and cat lady themed, I was like, nah, neither Kyle nor Matt have any dog in the fight. But that didn't end up that way. Um, but I'll go ahead and we'll, we'll do reverse order on this. So um, unfortunately, Matt, much like, much like Andrew said, everything you did today is just offensive. Um, it, it hurt my sense of smell my sense of taste it hurt my heart um i i feel like i was watching the beginning of of up only with a very very different ending um but i i appreciate the detail of of your cat based team nonetheless um and then i gotta i gotta count out i'm really sad to say this but kyle um, no. Yeah, I, you know, you were a real contender, especially with Probo Pass, um, the, the the stone totem with more noses on the side. And then the, the why is the mustache there, Kyle?
1: Why? <laughs> yeah, why? Um, I think the the actual explanation is it's um, it's iron shavings magnetized to the metal nose to make the mustache.
3: That's some and, like bully, but Willy Willy bullshit. Is also the answer. Is.
2: I think somebody just got it confused with a Groucho Marx
3: picture. <laughs> Someone like spilled pencil shavings on that their drawing, a, and they're so like, I So Probopass is a
1: Gen 4 evolution, um, Nosepass was introduced in Gen 2. Right? Wait, its As name a, is Nosepass? Think,
3: yeah. yeah. And
1: um, Gen 4 added a lot of evolutions to Gen 2 Pokemon, so um, if you level up your Nosepass in um, whatever the magnetic caverns are in Gen 4. Um, you get a proba pass. I feel like, obviously, Pokemon are just like an affront to
3: one specific feature. It's always one thing is what they're known for, and that's what they're named yeah. after. So when they wanted one extra level of evolution, they're like, oh shit, we've already tripled down on this.
4: <laughs> I guess we
3: just go deeper.
2: I think it was originally based on Easter, I- Easter Island statues.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, so that leaves us as the winner of today's debate this. That is Woo! Andrew with his scooby-doo themed um, haunted carnival super super elaborate strange situation um i think i I think you had me at uh at the the floating lantern that carried children away um (laughs) that was yeah that was that was a lot
2: um, I want to say thank you to all of the disturbed writers of the Pokemon series, oh, some dark shit. Who, have, who have cranked out some. Yeah, some some weird ass. There are more, too, that aren't on here. There's Banette, who is a, uh, a doll who's who was uh, cursed forever um, with the. That's, that's, it, you, it was, that's it was what left. you would have
1: gotten if you picked the doll instead yeah. of the balloon. Ban- yeah. Banette's
2: also one of my favorites. It was another mega evolution. Um so Banette is a doll that was abandoned by a child and left to, left out on its own and then uh is basically concentrated evil. And it has like a little zipper mouth, so if you um, if you would zip open the mouth, all of the world's evil would come out. So that's funny.
3: So that's so she is the Lotso Huggin bear yes. of Toy yes. Story Three. Yes. But for in Pokemon form. Yes. Good. And full and full of nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um well okay, so on that positive note, uh, there you have it and thank you for listening to Debate this. So go ahead and follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Debate this cast and let us know what you think. I'm Todd Thomas. I'm Kyle the Santa Claus Harper. I'm Matt Wildhogs Cole and I'm Andrew
2: Jungle 2 Jungle
3: Henderson. Saying thanks for debating with us and if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us by the swing sets nerds.